This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Andrew, hit us with that Sif Spoil theme song for this week. It's the circle of life. Oh, no. And it doesn't move us at all. <laughs> no, Sequinia. I'm, I'm leaving because this movie's boring. I, <laughs> you oh, sat through goodness. it. I'm proud of you. Oh, of course I said. That's my job, man. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, but. I see. I don't know if I would walk out of a movie even if it wasn't my job to review it. I, I figure you got to give it its whole chance to tell you the whole story. And I actually didn't hate this movie until the last few minutes. Like, I disliked it all the way through, right? Like, I'm like, this is not a good movie. But at least, but I thought at least, you know, it was trying to say something. Like you said in the, the podcast proper, you know, that it was about something. And then it got to the end. I was like, now it's not even about something. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll go into more. We, we, we've got, of course, spoilers to dive into about the circle. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. Because uh, there's just different points I want to jump around to. I would highly recommend, again, we highly recommend that you listen to the podcast first before listening to this and that you've seen the movie before you listen to this because we're... We loved it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, not just because we're going to spoil it, but because it might not make any sense uh, to hear <laughs> us jump around on this movie. I don't know if that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to start, man? Uh, I guess the beginning. I don't know. Uh, I do you, really don't want to work my way through this this okay, whole movie. Okay, so what, I, what questions do you have that we can possibly All right, I'm going to start with my throw. biggest one. I'm going to start with my biggest one. My biggest one is, what was going on with her kayak trip out into the fog? Okay, this, is, this launches a, a central part. Was she trying to commit suicide? I don't think so. I think that... But can you understand how you might read that? I didn't Like, she heard the big boat, right? And And then she went after it? I don't think she saw where the... I think it was one of those disorienting things, like... Because, you know, in the bay, everything echoes around you, so you hear that giant foghorn. You don't know which way the boat's coming, which... I don't know. I never even saw the boat. Yeah. It just got... the, The waves came, and then she fell off the kayak. Yeah. And where where was the boat? But, um... I don't. I think she just went out there to get some privacy, <laughs> just to get away from everything. Just, oh man! Just to because there's no lights. Every it's there's the fog. I'm I'm reading into this way too much, probably. Yeah. But uh, you have to. Um, and then she's like, "Okay, there's no lights. I don't have to deal with anything. I'm just gonna sit here in the silence." <laughs> and then, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I really thought she was like trying to kill herself. Like she was so distraught over what you know. Yeah the company was doing and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. Here's a question for you. Until they said Mercer was her friend. Did you know who he was? <laughs> no, no. I, when I, they said Mercer, I thought it was at first. It was uh, John Boyega's character. Yeah. I was like, I, that's the thing. I don't know who any of these people, you didn't do a good enough job at like me caring about these people at all. At first I thought he was a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Then I thought he was the brother. Right. Then I thought, Oh, he's just a friend. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this it, it was crazy in the fact that she posted one picture of his antler artwork yeah and everybody at the circle not not only like you know don't like him because maybe he kills deer or whatever 
but they gather around them with their cell phones and like, taunt him. Like they're crazy journalists. Right. Like they're inquirer <laughs> journalists. Like they're a paparazzi. They turn into paparazzi. None of that felt real. Yeah. Like that is not real human interaction. People here's, don't do those kind of things. Here's the part of the movie that made me so mad. Is the part whenever they're hunting down the killer lady. Uh-huh. And Emma Watson is shouting at the people, don't let her get away. They're not police. <laughs> don't tell random strangers to chase murderers. Yeah. What? This movie tries to deal with some... I'm going to be honest with you during the Sif Spoil. I apologize. This may be one of the most random Sif Spoils we've ever done. Because uh, there's two things battling within me. Number one, I really don't want to talk about this movie much more. It's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, I don't think I understand this movie enough to really, you know, talk about the spoilers a lot. One of the things that's throughout this movie are all these different ideas of what our technological culture can mean. And because of that, you're dealing with, all right, are they talking about privacy? Are they talking about, uh, you know, like, uh, do you remember Ed TV? Was yeah. it Ed TV? It's basically what's going on here in the second half of this movie yeah. is, you know, she decides she's going to live a quote unquote transparent life. And so everything she does is filmed with her knowledge. The only way it's different than the Truman show is in the Truman show is without his knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but it's dealing with those kind of issues of a transparent life. So does the movie want to deal with that or does it want to deal with the idea of uh, owning government officials? Yeah. Does it want to deal with the idea of surveillance? Does it want to deal? That's what I thought it was going to be with surveillance right? and no privacy anymore. Yeah, but uh, but but it's just so hard because it's just all over all these different things. This movie tried so hard to be Black Mirror and it failed so hard. Oh, that's a great point. It's tried so hard to be Black Mirror and it failed miserably. This this is the poorly made version of what a Black Mirror episode would be like. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, um, here's the thing. Oh, that's such a great point, Andrew, because. You think of those Black Mirror episodes, and they're so focused and clear, and you know exactly what they're saying. They're relevant. And they're relevant, and you know <laughs> why they're talking about technology and the way they're talking about technology. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Oh, that's... I, I'm going to steal that from my review. Just so you, <laughs> you, just go, so you know. You go I'm for making it. that point in my review. Yeah. So, um, here's another thing I hate about this movie, is the fact that Emma Watson makes choices in this movie no rational human would make and i almost laughed at a part in this movie is which whenever, one was it so after mercer I, we're not going to tell the story of the mercer dies so she goes back her home, friend yeah, drives her, off a bridge yeah because but, he's being chased by people that she incited somehow yeah thanks a lot um so after mercer dies she says to her parents i have to go back i can fix this and then she says something that was so dumb that I almost laughed out loud. She said, I'm the only one who can fix this. What do you do? <laughs> you don't do anything there. You work customer support. What can you do to fix this? Nothing. Nothing. No. So she gets back there and she talks to Pointless Boyega. And I don't even know. Was Boyega, Boyega the founder of this he company? He invented True You or whatever it was that, you know, it was just a, a software that Circle yeah. used. Okay. Yeah. And there's this whole thing in the movie that they're talking about making people vote, like requiring people to vote. That's using, illegal. Yeah. Right. No, I, it's, and it's also only touched on for like five minutes and it's not a part of the story at all. Like the movie yeah. doesn't understand what, what it wants to be about. 
How can nobody in those boardroom meetings or anybody, they tried to turn the circle into this uh, radical cult that made no sense. Nobody will have that much power who is like, that insane. And that's, and that's what I meant when, when I said it's, it feels like, you know, cult propaganda. You know, it feels yeah. like they're trying to trump up a, you know, like a, a straw man that doesn't yeah. exist because yeah. they want to make a point about something, yeah. which again is why it's so confusing that it completely doesn't make that point at the end. Yeah. It's craziness. Man, this movie's so bad. All right, let's talk let's talk about how it shifts things at the end. So the entire uh, mo- uh. so the entire movie, you think they're 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 propaganda against big corporations seeing everything, using technology Eagle-eye to stuff. to yeah, to get mm-hmm. data, those kind of things. And then at the end, I think they're saying, well, it's okay, f- it's good for those things to exist as long as the right person is in charge of them. And what qualifies Emma Watson to be the right person? What qualifies anybody to be the right that's, person? That's a better, that's a better question. That's a better beings. question. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to deal with this stuff, really deal with it. That's uh, like it, uh, like it spends the whole time making you think technology is evil, and then at the end it's like, no, this is amazing. We're just going to save life. Like the whole last scene is a bunch of screens of different amazing things happening because of technology yeah whenever uh she leaves through the auditorium you're th- i'm thinking the circle is going to be shut down also you'd never be able to see her on stage by cell phone light it doesn't even matter if it's a hundred cell phones like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that was ridiculous yeah. and she's a terrible like spokesman uh-huh. she's really really bad yeah and then she leaves and then she's on the kayak and all of a sudden, some drones come down and are in her face. And instead of being like, get out of my face, she's like, hello. <laughs> and then the movie ends. <laughs> uh, oh, it's it's weird. It's just... Honestly, this sounds crazy, but I swear I thought this was going to happen. I thought she was going to take the kayak paddle and start swatting those drones out of the sky. Like Hunger Games she... style? Like she'd go all Katniss on them or something? Yeah, I th- honestly thought, but no, she hello. Boy, well, because because now she is she even says that in her speech. I'm going to use this technology for good, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, because I'm customer support, I know what's <laughs> up. Oh, this movie is so bad. I really don't want to talk about it much more. I did. I guess I did promise I'd talk about some of those like texts, you know, like comments. The oh, comment yeah, system. yeah, yeah. So you were able to read some of those, and you said that they loved, were, some of them were actually kind of profound. I, I really loved reading some of those comments. Um, for instance, there's this there's section in the movie where she accidentally sees her parents having sex, uh, and her dad has M- MS, so it's it's kind of this very intimate you know thing where you know their sexual relationship is different than most people's sexual relationship. Yeah, and um and some of the comments you know were the typical things you would see in comments like "oops" and "uh oh," you know, "wonder if her parents will talk to her," you know, those kind of things. Yeah, and then there was one that said, you know, "I haven't been touched in you know 13 months" or you know something like that, or Nobody, nobody has ever, nobody has ever loved me enough to touch me or something like that. Oh. And I'm just like, there's stuff like, that because in as somebody who lives in an environment where people do comment on the things that we do, yeah. you like, it just felt real to me. Like you'll see like this weird thing when you're, when you're both public and separated, but at the same time feels like a relationship with your audience. There's this interesting thing intimacy that happens even though you've never really met a lot of these people so i just found a lot of that stuff really engaging and there were several examples of of that if you watch the movie and really read those comments 
of things that I just felt were were interesting like that. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And what I'm about to say is going to sound egotistical, and I totally don't mean it to be. But you and I, we're kind of in the public eye. You know, we put ourselves out there. I think that people who do that, we value privacy more than a lot of other people because we understand uh, kind of, you know, the difference, difference, you know, Mm -hmm. between like, hey, this is me on camera. Whenever I turn those cameras off, I do everything I can to make sure that everything I do from that point on is my own. Uh You know, I want Andrew's time to be Andrew's time and I want Flick Freaks to be Flick Freaks time. Yeah. Now, that's not saying you're a different person. No, 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 no. I try and be as genuine as possible, but at the same time, I don't want the whole full transparency thing that this movie's trying to see. That could be a good movie about the like the battle between privacy and transparency. That's a real battle we all have. And if this movie had found a way to nuance that and to understand the complexities of that, that might have been interesting. There's a quote in the movie that I made no sense to me. Secrets are lies. Right? They're not lies. <laughs> They're secrets. Just because But this was the part of the movie where they were trying to portray technology as manipulative and stupid and yeah. you know that kind of thing. And and here's the thing. No audience is going to be reacting the way this audience is reacting to the stuff that's this stupid. No. <laughs> no. Or it's... or evil in some cases. Yeah. And then all I, where when did Karen Gillan's character decide Oh, nope, this isn't for me anymore. I know this is a bad corporation now. Another great point. Her character just went straight from, I love this place, I'm the best at this place. She's wearing to, pantsuits and everything, mm-hmm. and then all the next scene, her hair's down, she's wearing a hoodie. This is like, Basically conspiracy. wearing like a potato bag. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Why? What? Man, this movie's so bad. I don't know what happened. I, I really, there's got to be a story somewhere about like scenes getting cut out or edits that happened or it's rough. Aaron, I'm I don't know, I'm not going to force you to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Cuz no, because, it, because it, it is up to me as everybody knows. Um, so. uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention from it? I mean, again, the the Mercer thing is something I wanted to talk about, her friend that that ended up dying because of her. Yeah. Uh and Isn't that the guy from Boyhood? That's what I yeah, I did want to talk about that and and how bad of an actor he is. Yeah, and I, and I apologize, but I like as bad as everybody is in this. He has no facial expression. He he does not have any facial expressions, and and it, it would be nice if somebody you started filming as a child for a special project, you know, for Richard Linklater later actually turned into a great actor. But I just don't think he has. Yeah, and you know, I I think uh, things like, I'm sure he's great at a bunch of stuff, but it just doesn't seem like acting's his thing. Yeah. Well, if this was the first Tom Hanks movie I ever saw, I wouldn't think he was a great actor. <laughs> if I saw any of these people and this was the first time I'd ever seen them on screen... I think you'd still get Hanks' charisma, though. Really? Yeah, I think he still lights up a screen. I thought he was trying to lay it on way too thick, like, I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> Look at me in my turtleneck. I don't think it was a great performance. I'm just saying it was a one-dimensional written character that didn't have much depth to it at all, but that he still is his charismatic self. I didn't buy that. But even, even he couldn't sell it. Even then I didn't buy that. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to be an optimist. Because we love Hank so much. We do. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll watch the David S. Pumpkins movie before I watch a sequel to The Circle. I'd watch <laughs> the fourth sequel to David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> 
Yes, I like Beauty and the Beast a little bit more. <laughs> just <laughs> a little. Just a little. Thank you. I appreciate just a that. little. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the spoiler cast. We will be back next week to spoil Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, uh, which probably will be like you know a three-hour sift pop and uh, you know a two-hour sift spoil. So be yeah. ready for a full day of recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.